0: Welcome to the travel possibilities podcast I'm your host Callie O'Connor I've gone from career burnout to taking multiple career breaks scoring several remote jobs and even starting my own business while traveling to over 80 countries the one thing that held me back from starting sooner is that I didn't believe it was possible for me I wasn't aware that travel could become part of my lifestyle Through this podcast, I'm so excited to share with you the travel possibilities that are out there for you. In season one, we're talking all about career breaks. Let's get started. Hey everyone, my guest today is Ricky Bala. He's from Australia and on a whim, decided to close the business he was running and take a career break to travel the world. So he traveled for about 12 months, felt ready to return to Australia, and quickly and easily found a new job. So I'm excited to share this one with you. He also has a lot of very introspective and spiritual thoughts, so it's a very unique perspective for this podcast as well. So I hope you enjoy it. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Travel Possibilities Podcast. I am your host, Callie O'Connor, and today I am joined by another awesome guest to talk about career breaks, so today I'm here with my friend Ricky Bala. And so go ahead, Ricky. Welcome. Thanks for being here. Why don't you introduce yourself?
1: Hi, everyone. Um, thank you. And um, and thank you for saying I'm awesome. I'm actually awesomeness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Ricky, who um well, I'm not really prepared for this, so there's no um intro speech I've prepared for this, but I'll try to be as raw well as possible. Um Ricky, well, I'm actually working in finance. Um, I'm, I'm a risk and compliance professional, being in the wealth management finance for the past, I don't know, fifteen years. Um, I've had multiple jobs. Um, I've ran multiple businesses while on while working as well on the side. Um, apart from that, well, that's my professional side. But my personal side, I think I'm. If I have to describe myself, um, I guess I'm I'm a human being. Um, being human, um, if that makes sense. Uh, and um, I think, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm someone who's very spiritually connected, um, connected with the universe and the energies around. Um, and I feel there's a deep connection I have. And it probably comes very naturally to me. I'm not really one of those uh, people who go and do um, yoga and you know, meditation and all that. I don't think I've got that much attention span. But um, I have my ways um, to connect. And um, I think that comes naturally to me, as I said. Um, yeah, apart from that, I love traveling. Um, I, fortunately, I live, uh, I live in Sydney, in Australia, and it's um, um, quite blessed that we've got a lot of nature around. Um, so, yeah, I spend a lot of time going on hikes. And, you know, usually I get, you know, travel. I mean, I would go travel around the weekends, usually day trips. So there's plenty of national parks, plenty of national, um, sorry, nas- um, plenty of nature around. And yeah, that kind of keeps me going and um, it's a good way for me to kind of recharge and unwind. Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much me, I guess.
0: Awesome, thanks. And then another fun fact about Ricky, this is his first time using Zoom, which I thought was <laughs> unheard of <laughs> given the state of the pandemic, but apparently it's not that popular in Australia.
1: That's correct. Well, well, yeah, that is correct. I've never actually used Zoom. Um, I've used Teams. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm not really tech savvy, but yeah, I'm not really, um, you know, that into technology, but yeah.
0: We won't <laughs> hold that against you. No worries. So why don't you take us back a little bit to before you decided to leave your job to travel? So what was your life like? What was your job like? How did you feel about work?
1: Um, One thing I've, um, this is something which um, I, it's probably a principle I have or I live by this, but um, I'm passionate about everything I do, uh, whether I like it or not. Um, I believe in like giving my hundred percent and it's not about, you know, what I like. I mean, if you ask me, what do I like? Well, I don't like to work. I would rather be sitting at a beach in a tropical Island or, you know, enjoying my hikes on some beautiful mountains around the world. Uh, But. know let's be honest that's probably not realistic and um i also believe look there's a lot of other things um life has um and yeah and job for me is a work for me is um, is part of it um so yeah i'm I'm quite passionate about everything i do i guess um uh, to summarize it um but in terms of um um my job prior to me going traveling uh well it's not prior to me going traveling. I've been traveling since um, I was a teenager. Um, but, yeah, this was probably the biggest or the longest travel I had. Um, I was enjoying my work. Um, I, was, I was actually running. I was, I was self-employed before that. Um, I was running my own business. Um, I was really passionate passionate about it. I was, um, I was enjoying it. Um, but, yeah, you probably get to a point in your life where sometimes you just see, like, oh, I want to go, you know, explore possibilities and see what other things are around the world and it was probably a time for me to take a break from my career so uh, which i did and um yeah does that answer all the questions or you had a few different questions Um, what
0: what was your job
1: (laughs) oh right sorry uh so i was actually um so as i said look i've always been involved in finance or wealth management um i've had um i usually say i've I've actually had a colorful career Um, in in that space i've done multiple roles um, i've been uh, working as um, you know in training and development i've actually worked um, i was uh, i was a subject matter expert um, on um, on you know retirement planning um, i've worked in risk and compliance as well um, so before i actually um, you know went on this big travel, i was actually working in um, in wealth management space, um, I was um, I was actually a SME, so I was uh, we call it, we actually call it the knowledge assurance team. Um, so I was actually leading that team. Uh, so there was a lot of training and development, and a lot of um, sharing of knowledge. Um, so that yeah, that was pretty much what I was doing.
0: And what happened that you're like, okay, now I need to do something different.
1: Yeah, um, well, I, I don't know what that what what that particular thought was and when this happened uh, but I was in in that role for almost um, what five years um, and then I started my business as well so I was I was working and then I started my business I ran for like a year and a half two years and then I think it, it was it was a point where I felt like um, I have achieved a lot in my career um, I have gained a lot of experience I've gained a lot of knowledge um, and I felt like the the thing which was missing probably was, um, that yes, I've, I've, I've gained a lot of understanding of, um, you know, you know, my professional life, but then, um, have I really understood um, my personal as in have I really understood who am I as, as a person? Um, and the answer probably at that point, um, if I recall was that, you know, I was still learning. I was, um, You know, uh, I was not really I I didn't really know who I was, um, but maybe it was, um, you know, it was a time where I kind of thought, look, it's time for me to explore and, you know, challenge myself and maybe job and work and living in one place kind of confined me. And, you know, my learning was quite limited to that, you know, confined um, space and that environment. So I think that probably triggered me to kind of go you know just go travel and you know enjoy and not just enjoy but learn things about myself about other people and well to be honest um um i think probably the key which um which kind of triggered this might be also that um that i i believe look i mean we come to this planet um and it's probably the only planet you know i could ever visit um you know i can't I don't have that much money to kind of travel and do like space travel who knows it might happen in you know in the next 20 30 50 years um the way we're going at the moment but um you know we we only have the luxury of traveling one planet and unfortunately as human being we don't even spend time you know exploring our own planet the only planet or the only you know heavenly body we can we can visit so um, yeah, that kind of triggered it as well, and then I'm like, "Oh, I really want to go see what what else is around the world." Experience, um, you know, different landscapes, different different parts of the world, and um, yeah, that just happened, and I was on my my journey.
0: Cool. That's a very interesting perspective because the universe and whatever universes are out there is so massive, and the fact that we only have this one small place to explore. We need to do that when we have sure. the opportunity. So yeah. I like that perspective. Very cool. So can you tell us about your travels? How long did you go for? Where did you go? How did you decide on your path?
1: <laughs> okay, so, oh, geez, I have to go back, what, three years? Um, um, yeah, so, well, um, the whole idea of me going on travel and, you know, deciding to go, travel the world I mean I didn't even know where I was going to be honest um, but this whole idea pretty much happened within two weeks um, it was one day I was like you know what I really want to take a break I want to go see the world and I was like where do I start and where should I go so I actually went to the the travel agent and I said look I want to book a ticket and he's like where would you like to book a ticket to and I'm like well, I'm not sure. Initially, I thought I might take one of those, uh, you know, airline tickets you get where you you get to travel for like one year. I don't know what it's called. It's like um, you can have multiple travels. Yeah. Um, yeah, around the world tickets or whatever it's called. Yeah. And then I was like, um, maybe I should get one of those. And then, you know, and then I I explored that and they were like, oh, you have restrictions and all that. And I'm really not big on like, you know, any time or any um anything which restricts me, um, it kind of scares me. I really don't want to have that thought because it stresses me. Um, So I was like, no, I don't want that. I just want to go somewhere. And then, um, you know, there were all these brochures uh, and and he was just looking at me and goes like, well, you have to tell me where you want to go. So I was like, "Uh, I want to go to South America. He's like, well, there's (laughs) there's a flight to Buenos Aires and there's a flight to Santiago. So there's only two flights from Sydney uh, where you can fly to South America. So I was like, well, I'll go to BA, you know, I'll go to Argentina. And then I was like, well, what am I going to do after that? And I actually, I mean, it's not that I didn't have any plan. Um, I had a plan around what I wanted to see in in that part of the world. So I really love mountains. So I wanted to go to Patagonia, to that region. So, well, I said, look, I'll fly to Buenos Aires. And he's like, okay, cool. This is how much the ticket is. I paid for it. And um, yeah, the next thing I'm on a plane flying to Buenos Aires. And I had no other plan. Um, Uh, I mean actually sorry I shouldn't say this Um, there was only one other plan was that I actually arrived in Buenos Aires and I wanted to go to Patagonia so I booked a ticket um, to Patagonia and that's about it Um, and that's it that's basically what was my start of my journey and I didn't know how long I was going for Um, I didn't have any return tickets Um, yeah nothing so um, yeah just Started. Um, I still remember the day I arrived uh, in Buenos Aires, and um, and actually, to be honest, I just remember now. Um, the reason I um, I wanted to go to Santiago first because I thought I might go around and then do like a big circle or whatever. But um, uh, to fly into Santiago, Aussies have to pay I don't know some hundred dollars. So I was like, oh, am I paying this? Is like, oh, it's like a fee they charge you or something to to fly into the country. So I was like, what about Buenos Aires? And they're like, oh, there's no fee. So I just took that flight. So, um, but yeah, that's pretty much um where my journey started, Buenos Aires. And then um, as I said, I had no plans where I was going next. Um, it was I just went with the floor. Um and um I'm big, I'm big on like um living the life as it comes to me. So um I did that, I met people and they were like, oh, you want to do this? I'm like, yeah, sure. So I did that um you know I ended up going to like random places I met some you know made some amazing friends met some locals families I did some you know interesting really uh, unusual stuff um and yeah I traveled well when I was leaving um, my family asked me how long I'm actually going on holidays for and I was like I don't know um and well it ended up being uh, almost 12 months of travels so yeah
0: awesome And so I want to back up again, just for a second. So from the day you went to the travel agent, how far in advance was the flight to Buenos Aires? Uh, Two weeks. Two weeks. Okay. So can you walk us through the process? Like you're like, oh, I'm going to fly to Buenos Aires in two weeks. So did you like go to your job immediately and quit? And I know a question a lot of people have is with finances. How did you know you were equipped to be able to travel?
1: Mm. Um so um, as i said before um i wasn't so i was actually self employed before i did that um prior to that prior to running my own business i was actually employed so i quit my job to start my business i ran my business for a year and a half and then you know it got to the point where i was like you know it's not really something which is sustainable um from you know financial perspective um and um i had the luxury of just closing the business and you know flying Um, I didn't close the business two weeks before I flew. Um, I pretty much, you know, stopped running my business. um, I would probably say a month, month and a half in advance. Um, And then I was kind of, you know, thinking of applying for jobs and going back into the industry. Um, But then, you know, this um, travel triggered and um, I mean, something triggered this travel and the whole idea of me exploring myself, the world um, and go on a journey. Um, in terms of the finance, well, um, luckily, um, I worked in financial services, wealth management. It's probably the the most uh, well-paying jobs or the industry we have in this country. So um, finances were not an issue. Um, I didn't have to save for the travel. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm fairly blessed that I had enough, you know, money available to kind of go travel around the world. Um, but yeah, so nothing I, I didn't really plan it it was not like finances were not not an issue um, leaving the job wasn't an issue because i was self-employed as i said um, before this travel um, and um, yeah i think the only thing the issue was um, you know trying to organize everything in terms of when i was flying in like two weeks so i had to you know understand what what stuff i need to carry how much should i carry and i need a backpack and what technology should i take with me um, you know, I was fairly new to flying to a country where I didn't actually know much about. I mean, I've been to Europe prior to that. I've been to Asia prior to that, but I've never been to like um, South America, which was like a, a new frontier for me. So,
0: yeah, so exciting. And at the time when you were leaving, did you, where were you living? Like, what did you do with your place or did mm. you... Okay. I-
1: yeah, cool. cool. Um, so I was actually living with my brother, so he owned the place. So I didn't really have to do much with the place. I mean, he owned it. So, you know, I lived with my brother and then I moved out. I mean, I mean, I went traveling, so I didn't have to organize much. You know, my stuff was still there. You know, my room was there. So it's kind of like not much um, planning required. And luckily for me, um, I've got a very close knit family. So, you know, brothers, sisters, mom and dad um they're quite close they're very supportive of each other so you know it, it, a lot of things he actually helped me as well in terms of managing finances while I was traveling you know he would actually um you know I was spending a lot of money on my credit card so I would actually rather than paying cash I'd put it on my credit card and then you know he would actually help me you know, I didn't have access to internet technology the whole time um so he would actually help me to pay off these so he would manage the finances so yeah so yeah that 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 way I was quite blessed and and not not a lot of planning required from leaving my place or anything like that so
0: cool, and can you walk us through more of your trip, your twelve months, so where you went in South America and where you went after South america
1: yeah cool uh, well it, it, I was, as I said, look, I actually went around for twelve months, I had no plans um and I was just doing whatever I felt like doing, or whatever someone suggested me. Someone local said to me, "Oh, you should go and visit this." I would just go and visit it. So, um, you know, did some random stuff. Um, so, yeah. So I started in Buenos Aires. Um, I did the Patagonian regions. I went all the way down to um, Al Chalten, Al, Al Calafate. That's the the small towns around in the Patagonia. So that was the Argentinian side. And then I went to Chile. I went to Uh, Punta Arenas, um, uh, Porto Natales, and, you know, I traveled, did did Pucon, um, you know, um, so yeah, did Chile, I went to Atacama Desert, Um, what else, I went to, um, I did Argentina, I was in Buenos Aires, you know, I've got some interesting stories, I mean, if I start on these stories, it will probably take me like two hours, uh, maybe even like the whole day, but um, just to summarize, I went around um, South America, pretty pretty much all the countries, um, but yes, I mean, I spent what like, three and a half months there, but then look, you know, South America is such a big, it's a big continent and no way in my life I could, you know, see that in, you know, it would probably take me like 10 years to see the whole thing. So, um, but then I had some places I really wanted to see, uh, for example, I wanted to go to, um, to the salt flats in, in Bolivia. I wanted to actually go to Atacama Desert as well. Um, so I did that. Uh, went to Rio. Rio was um, quite an interesting city. Um, I couldn't, actually, I, I really would, would like to share this. Um, um, I made a lot of local friends. Um, they're called Cariocas. That's the, you know, the, the, the term for the locals. And um, I made so many friends there, uh, but none of these people could speak a word of English. So, uh, but they, I was actually, you know, going on, you know, drinking nights with them. I made friends with them. Um, they still, I mean, they could speak a little bit of English, you know, they'd say hello, hi, but then, you know, I was, I was talking to people who were driving me, uh, as in the taxi drivers and Uber drivers, I could not speak a word of English, I mean, they could not speak a word of English, and, um, you know, it was all sign languages, and uh, one thing I did have in common with them was they loved football, and I love football as well, so I could kind of relate and connect. And it was just amazing, and I couldn't believe that you know i made friends with people I was going out with people that couldn't speak any word of i mean words here and there, but they couldn't speak you know proper english so that that was pretty cool um yeah, but then um what else uh, yeah, and then from there I went to the u s um i spent what two and a half i don't even know how long I was there for like three months or something, but then loved the u s um and um then went to Canada um and canada went all the way from vancouver island to halifax um and then from there i flew to um to iceland um no idea that was not part of the plan i'm like oh i'm going to iceland because that was the cheap cheap, cheapest ticket i had i was like yeah i'll get this ticket you know i'll go online where can i fly okay cool i'm going to iceland so did that went back to europe again um yeah did a bit of travel there for like two two and a half months and um and yeah, after like close to twelve months, um, I thought, oh, it was time to fly back to um, back to home. Um, and yeah, I, I think I got to a point in, in in my travels where I was missing home. I was missing Sydney, and you know, missing Sydney life. Um, so yeah, so that was pretty much my travels.
0: Very cool, exciting stuff, and. How would you describe your travel style? Like, were you more on the budget side, middle of the road? What kind of accommodations would you stay in?
1: Yeah, I mean, um, so yeah, this is is an interesting one. I mean, to be honest, I didn't have any budget. Um, I was just doing whatever I wanted to do. um, And I wasn't kind of, you know, not thinking about budget because one thing – I, when I was doing this, one thing I, I mean, again, I'm, I'm quite blessed and luckily I had enough cash to splash. Uh, <laughs> but, in, but in saying that, um, I, one thing I kind of, um, when I was about to do this travel, I was like, look, I'm, I don't know if I will be able to do this ever again. Um, I don't know if, I mean, I didn't, to be honest, I didn't have any plans. I would, I didn't even know if I was going for two weeks, two months, you know, 12 months, two years. And, um, so yes, I had that consideration that look, you know, who knows, this might extend to two years and I can't keep, you know, spending too much money. Um, so, you know, I was being smart with spending money, but then it was never holding me back to do things. And if, if someone said to me, Oh, you, do you want to go hike a glacier? I'm like, yep. How much? It's like a hundred dollars. Well, yeah, sure. Uh, and luckily for me, I mean, most of the countries I went to, um, you know, compared to, uh, what we pay in australia it was way cheaper so you know it, it would be like wow it's so cheap okay i'll pay for it you know i'm <laughs> not even thinking about it so um and also the currency conversions kind of um, supported me especially in, in south america um even in the u.s i mean a lot of things were a lot cheaper than what we would pay here so um you know it was never i mean one example is like um, renting a car it was like 30 dollars or something a day or something like that i, I was paying i mean if i had to, Rent a similar kind in Sydney would be like $100. So, yeah, it was like, wow, it's like three times cheaper, so I'll do it, you know. (laughs) Um, And, um, yeah, so, yeah, but then that doesn't mean that I was kind of, you know, being crazy with money. I mean, one thing I do when I go travel is I don't drink too much. Um, I would just drink socially. Um, One thing I've noticed with a lot of, well, I was traveling, and nothing against anyone, but I've seen a lot of people they spend a lot of time and money on drinking and partying and which is fine. It's okay. But I feel like uh, when it comes to travel itself, um, you know, they would just hold back and say, Oh, I can't spend that much money. And I'm like, well, you spent so much money drinking last night. So, so yeah, so I would try to like manage, be smart about you know how, what I wanted to do. I mean, in terms of where I stayed, um, mostly I stayed in like hostels. Um, and one reason was that you know that's a good place for me to connect with people, meet people, because I was a solo traveler. So you know it was it was a good way to like meet people from all all around the world. But usually I stayed in like you know nicer host hostels, not like you know dodgy ones. Um, in terms of, uh, I think I spent a lot of money on doing like uh, things which I couldn't do, like I had to do as part of tours, but then. I mean, one example is I spent $200 going on a glacier hike, spent $200 um, to do a hike, um, a mountain uh, with, um, with an active volcano. Um, So yeah, so those are the things I was like, yeah, I don't want to hold back on these things. I want to do it because, well, I don't know if I'm ever going to get another opportunity to do something similar. You know, it's not that easy to kind of go quit and I'm going travel for 12 months. And yeah, I mean, so i wanted to make the most out of it so money was not not something which i ever thought about Um, yes i would have I, i thought about money when i was you know going drinking and i'm like yeah i just want to have one drink not spend like you know hundreds of dollars drinking the whole night sort of thing so i was being smart there but then i was when i was going to travel or anything related to travel i was not holding myself back so yeah
0: great yeah. And you had a couple tidbits in there that I really want to highlight because they were good. So totally the way I teach career breaks is that you don't want to not do something because of money. You don't want money to be the thing that holds you back because ultimately it's going to be a lot more expensive for you to like regret your decision to not do something, have to fly all the way halfway across the mm. world and then do it again at some point in the future. So you want to plan for those unexpected expenses and fun things. And you want to be able to say yes when you want to say yes. And that also means saying no when you want to say no. Don't just say yes and do stuff because other people are doing it. And then with the drinking, like, yes, maybe beers are cheaper in some other countries, but they still add up really fast. So, like, definitely be conscious of how much you – on spending on certain things that maybe don't matter so much. So I am with you, I've noticed some travelers who are happy to go out and drink and have a great time, but then they're like, oh, it's too expensive. I can't do this really awesome once in a lifetime type of activity. So Mm. I hear you there. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So did you track your spending at all? Do you have an idea of how much this year abroad cost you?
1: Um, No idea. Mm-hmm. Not even today. I mean, I've never... It, one thing um, I, I kind of figured was that, um, and this is not during my travels, but you know, in general in life, um, the moment I start tracking money, um, I think um, I end up spending more money. You know, the, it's, I don't know what law it is. It's a lot of, um, I don't know, nature or something. But the more I'm trying to budget myself and track myself, the more I end up spending, <clears throat> or, you know, the, there'll be circumstances where I'll end up spending. Um, it, it, it would, it feels like the nature would actually make me, or the universe will make me spend more money. You know, it will actually take me um, or put me in, you know, situations where I'll have to unfortunately spend more money. So um, yeah, that's something which um, I've learned in my life that I never care about money. I never track it. I never budget it. I know people, my friends, we have like spreadsheets where they would put like how much money they've spent in a month, in a week, and blah blah blah. Well, good on them. Um, but I I can't do that. I mean, money is money. I mean, you know, well, one thing I, my my parents have always told me is, um, that this is you know, since I was a kid that you know money will come and go. Um, and, you know, you have money today, you might not have money tomorrow, and then you might have money again. So something which, I. Think it's a means of living in, in, in the society we live in, but it's not really something which um, bothers me or care about too much. Um, I do whatever I need to do. So, yeah. And of course, like, you know, I would love to go and fly to the moon, but then, of course, I don't have that much money to do it. Um, so that, that way I'll be smart. But then, um, you know, if uh, you know, giving an example of while I was traveling, you know, so, someone said to me, or do you want to actually go um, under the Iguazu waterfalls? So I'm like, yeah, sure. I want to experience that. Well, the only way I can do that is as part of a tool. So, well, I'll do it. How much is it going to cost me? What $100? Yeah, sure. Take it. So, I wouldn't think about spending because I really want to do that. I want to experience that. And I know that there's no other way I can do it. Um, and unfortunately, we live in a society where we'll have to spend money to do these things. Um, and um, yeah, and I did it, didn't track it. How much did I spend today? How much did you know, nah, wasn't tracking. Because I know if I was tracking, um, I would have ended up not doing those things. And as he said, it would have been more, it would be a lot more expensive um, for me to ever go back. And, you know, and that regret that you can't quantify that. Um, so for me, it was like, well, I'm just going to go do it. Who cares about how much money I'm spending and no idea how much I spent on my travels. My brother once said to me, you probably spent like 60 grand. I guess, um, yeah.
0: Australian dollars.
1: Um, yes, I think. <laughs> that's, what he, that's what he said. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: Maybe your brother's right, maybe he's not, we'll never know.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> want to know. I don't want to know.
0: <laughs> you said a couple things in there again that I want to highlight because I like what your parents said. Money comes and money goes, and it's important to view money like that. It's simply a resource to do the thing that you wanna do in your life. And for whatever reason, we've kind of been indoctrinated to put money on a pedestal or like just feel so weird about money. And I've mentioned this before, like we are in a very privileged position to even be talking about career breaks. And since we are in this position to talk about it, we're in this position to actually have these experiences and that means we also have the privilege to earn more money so like there's always more money but there's not always more time so which one would you rather waste or spend you don't want to waste your time but money comes back time does not
1: exactly and you're right i mean um i would definitely like to highlight this that we are quite privileged in living in living in these countries um where there's a lot more security and and um you know, wish we, we have the opportunity to go and travel and do things, which well, I still feel um I'm quite blessed that I was able to do that. I mean, there are people who can't afford to even you know have three meals a day, so um I definitely um have that you know regard for the the privileges I have and the opportunities I have. Well, it's not just about that. I mean, there are people who live in, you know, in these advanced countries, like apparently advanced countries, um, like Australia or the US, uh, where you know people. Are, I've got friends who have never traveled, never left the the the, the country. Why? Because well, they are, they have their own idea of living, and I appreciate that, and I've, I've got nothing against it. Um, so I was getting this opportunity. This world, this universe was giving me that opportunity, and I wanted to take it and. And enjoy as much as i can experience as much as i can and connect as much as i can and money was never something which um would have helped me to connect if if that i mean money is not something which should um you know confine me if, if that makes sense
0: totally and like just having the mindset around what money is actually for helps be able to release it to be able to do these kinds of things. So I know money is a huge hang up with a lot of people for being able to do something of this magnitude. Because it mm. feels scary and it feels safe to hold on to money. But like if you truly believed that you can always earn more, like would you hold on to it so tightly?
1: Yeah actually this is another thing I want to add is okay. and this is the way I look at it. This is this is me being spiritual and um being a bit unworldly I guess. Um, but um we have been, uh, this is just, this is my beliefs, you know, um, I think we have a destiny and we are destined to do things and we have certain things which will happen. So if I'm supposed to have a million, this is how I look at it. If I'm supposed to have a million dollars in my bank account uh, and I have a million dollars right now, and if I don't spend it, I'll just have that million dollars because I'm destined to have that million dollars. If I go and spend half a million dollars out of it, um, because I'm destined to have that million dollars, I'll get that million, half a million dollars back. If I don't spend it, I won't get it back. If that makes sense, I don't makes know if I've explained. So it correctly.
0: Love it, love it, love it, love it. Yeah. So, so it's,
1: it's it's what I think is like. You know, I mean, what, what I can give my example like four years ago when I went on travels, um, you know, of course I had money, I had savings, um, and I was thinking of saving for like to buy a house and do whatever I needed to do in terms of like I want to have a nice property and have my um, my retirement secured, you know, the usual stuff. Um, well, I was able to do it with my travels. I mean, I went and spent money and I did that. I traveled for one year and I, you know, luckily for me, I ended up buying a property um, and I bought, ended up buying a house and I still have a job, you know, touch wood, thank God. And um, I'm getting paid well. And yeah, so what I'm trying to say is if I didn't do that travel, maybe I would, I would have been in the same position I am today. I would have had a property. I would have had a good job. I was getting paid well. Um, and I would probably have the same amount of money in my bank account. You know, if I didn't do that travel. Now, because I did that travel, I've done that travel. I've got a property. I've got a good job. I probably have the same amount of money I was supposed to have. If, if that's making I don't know how to explain this I just no I being. think
0: that's. I get it I love that perspective it's so important like basically if you didn't leave and go on these travels if you just continued doing what you're doing you would still be in the same place today except you wouldn't have had a year full of experiences around the world that's correct
1: that's correct <laughs> yes yeah potentially yeah and and potentially uh, because of that travel I think uh, you know uh, my perspective about few things have changed and um i ended up doing something which um you know I, I mean you know about this i ended up it's like a tree change in my life um and you know that probably happened because of travels it kind of helped me to connect better with me and then this covid happened it kind of gave me a different different perspective and i bought a bloody property in the bush um which i probably wouldn't have done if i didn't have these experiences um but then the property i bought i'm like i'm so glad that i did that because it's it's very different I'm I'm, you know it feels like I'm off-grid but I'm not I'm still in the in the city it's yeah so all I'm saying is look if you get the opportunity don't think about it just do it Um, and who knows what you know things will come out of this
0: so after about 12 months you mentioned you started feeling homesick you were ready to go home you went home did you feel ready to find a job again what was life like when you got went back home
1: yeah, so um, I think after, what, um, seven months of traveling, um, I kind of um, started feeling that um, I wanted to go back to Sydney, um, not because I wasn't really enjoying my travels. No, it's not that. It's it's more around, um, I think uh, there's a term called diminishing returns. So the more I was seeing, the more or the less I was appreciating things I was seeing because I've seen so much. I mean, one example is, I went to Iguazu Waterfalls, and I was like, "Wow, this is amazing!" And then, you know, I almost had tears in my eyes. But then, when I actually went and saw um, Niagara Falls, which was as spectacular in its own right, uh, but then when I looked at it, I'm like, "Okay, it's beautiful." You know, I, I still enjoyed it; I loved it. But then, I did have the same um, inexperience what I had at Iguazu, if that if that makes sense, because it was just like the mother of waterfalls, and I was like, "Now I'm seeing the smaller waterfalls." So I was not really appreciating. As much as I would have if I just saw that by itself, if that makes sense. So I think it was a conscious decision I made look, you know, I think I need to take a break from the travels. Um, there's something called diminishing returns, which is, you know, an um, um, economics fact. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, and then also, yeah, I was missing, you know, family, but also that Sydney life. Um, and uh, yeah, I just decided to come back. When I came back, um, yeah, I wanted to go back into work, um, you know, for various reasons. I mean, look, as I said, yes, travels is definitely something which I would love to do, but let's be realistic. We, we live in a society where we need money as well. <laughs> uh, even if it's not that important, there are things we need um, to secure our financial future as well. Um, so yeah, I went back to job um, and yeah, here I am.
0: And what did you learn about yourself on your travels that positioned you to find a job again?
1: Um, well, in terms of um, learning about myself, I mean, it, it's not just around my travels. I think I learn about myself um, on a daily basis. Um, I, I'm always open to learn things about myself, about the world around, and you know, the nature. It teaches me a lot. I think the, the biggest teacher I've ever had is is the nature around me, um, and you know, it's very interesting. It's very fascinating, and I look at things, you know, trees bush or whatever it might be, it just always fascinates me how um, amazing nature is and how, how much it can teach you. Um, um, but in terms of um, what it actually taught me is it while I was traveling, I mean, one thing I learned while I was traveling um, is that everything works out end of the day, everything will work out. Um, you know, it, 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 there's, you know, everything will end good. Um, and uh, yeah, so that, that, was, that kept me going while I was traveling. I mean, I'll be honest, like there were days where I had no bookings, nothing. I would turn up in a city. I'm like, where am I going? You know, what am I going to do? And it all worked out perfectly fine, you know. Um, and, and one thing I've, I've again, this is something which uh, um, might not be relevant for this question, but I'd still like to share is that I still am a true believer that life has got a plan for you. And um, the more you let life, um, take control and let you live. I mean, your job is to live the life the way it comes to you, and life has got a plan for you. Um, and the more you kind of go, you know what, I let my life let me do whatever it thinks I should be doing, trust me, it'll be amazing. The moment we start planning and trying to, you know, create our own life and trying to, um, you know, be in control of our own destiny, which again, I don't, I don't it's fine, people do that and I appreciate and I, I you know, get inspired by them as well um, but the moment I believe, at the moment I try to plan things and try to control things, you know, it all becomes a mess, so I'm just like, yeah, whatever well, in the worst case, I'm alive and I'll be fine so that's how I look at it and that's what I learned around my travels as well, you know, everything will work out um, and when I started my job, I mean when I went for interviews and stuff uh, I mean, my life experiences really, you know, in interviews, they wouldn't really ask me about um, or what did you learn from your travels or things? You know, they were more about, you know, what what I can bring to them in terms of my, my skills um, and how I can add value to their teams and blah, blah. But then, yes, this travel thing definitely kind of um, uh, tr- triggered conversations around where, you know, it was like, I, I felt that, but I used to tell people that, oh yeah, but you know, they'll they ask me like, "So, what were you doing?" There's a gap between them. Like, I took a sabbatical, and I went traveling around the world. That would just, you know, literally change the whole conversation. And they would it would, it would become really conversational, like con- very um, conversational, but very casual, rather than being very interview and ask a question, answer. It was more like, "Okay, let's have a conversation." So oh, you went traveling. So that kind of, you know, it was like you know they could see me living the dream they have or me lived the dream they had uh, or they would have done the same and they would you know strike a conversation oh yeah i did that so where did he go and so that that kind of you know helped me to kind of build that relationship you know in those interviews um i mean i didn't go for like luckily i didn't have too many interviews um, i had probably two and i got the job <laughs> so yeah Yeah, that's pretty
0: much it. Yeah, positive experience then, traveling and then trying to find a job afterwards.
1: Yeah, yeah. Luckily, thank (laughs) God. (laughs)
0: Because everything works out. Yes. So what advice do you have for someone who's kind of just like going through the motions at their job? They know there's something more out there for them, but they just don't know what to do next.
1: Well, as I said, um, just take the leap um and again look you know it's not that i'm saying oh you should go and travel it's it's whatever you want to do in your life i mean if you think you know the job is not for you um or if if you feeling i don't know you need there's something else out there well there is something else out there you know 100 you know and it's not just the travels i'm talking about i'm talking about life is a lot more than what we see and the way we live and the way we know um and it could be whatever path you want to go, just take the leap and do it. And and trust me, um, money will come, it will come, you'll still find the job. You might take a break, you know. I mean, well, how, how big is our I mean, how long are we going to live for? What, 60, 70 years? And you know, out of or 80 years? Well, I don't know. Um, right, hundred years. <laughs> um, don't make us die early. <laughs> and out of that hundred years, maybe if you can spend like, I don't know, 5, 10 years doing what you wanna do. Well, why not? Well, there's no harm in that. I mean, I've, I've, I've met people, I've watched documentaries of people who've, who were actually doing, you know, there was this guy who was actually running a, a very successful business and one day he decided he wants to be a comedian. And he quit his business and he was like, I want to close this business and I want to be a stand-up comedian. He's actually making more money being a stand-up comedian, doing like one-tenth of the work he was doing before. you, was not one-tenth, one-twentieth he writes and he enjoys and he travels and yeah. So yeah, I mean, there's many ways you can earn money these days, but yeah, money is not something. Don't, don't worry about the, the future and the money and it will happen, it will happen. If it's meant to happen, it will happen. If it's not meant to happen, even if you stay in that job, it, will not, it won't happen. So might as well just go and do something and let the life decide it for you.
0: Totally. And like, especially when you make decisions that are like aligned with what you're meant to be doing, that's when things really fall into place and
1: yeah I mean true true but in my case it's it's a bit a bit I don't know what I'm doing I don't even know if I'm ever going to know what I want to do and I've literally given up on that I don't want to know what I want to do I just want to do <laughs> so I'm just doing and was like yeah, if I get in the opportunity someone calls me okay yes of course there's you know things we have to consider if someone calls me now and says oh Ricky let's go fly to uh, New Zealand well I can't do that because I'm at work and blah 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 Um, but then you know if I get the opportunity and I was like yeah sure let's do that and yeah just do it and it's and it's not just the travels I'm talking about Uh, it could be anything it could be you know just like it could be something like um, oh I want to go and um, I don't know hug my dog or go and hug my mum and my dad just do it don't think about, well, what's the part of thinking about it? Oh, I want to go bungee jump. Why do you have to think about it? I mean, one example I'll, I'll give you is it's funny. I've talked about bungee jumping. Um, I've never done it. I want to do it, but yeah. Um, but one thing I know is if I, I know I've actually never, ju- never bungee jumped, but then I think I've experienced what bungee jumping would look like because I've actually stood in front of like edge of the mountain, which was way scarier than bungee jumping. And I, I open my arms and I look down, and then I've had that feeling that if I have to jump from here, even if I'm tied by a rope, uh, what feeling I'm going to have? So I've, I've, it's, I'm, I'm a bit weird in those. I go and get those feelings, you know. Um, <laughs> I didn't jump, of course, but um, I've had that feeling. And one thing I've I noticed that at that point is that if I start thinking, I wouldn't ever do it. So the only way I can do it is by not thinking and just doing it. So yeah, that's life. If I start thinking, I won't be able to. I won't. Would, I wouldn't be able to live my life. I'll just live.
0: <laughs> All right. Like on that note, I mean, this is a whole another huge topic about overthinking, and we're not going to get into that here today. But yeah. I mean, we totally could. <laughs> so yeah, well, yes. I, I want to be mindful of your time. One last question for you. Given everything you know now, would you do this again, take that career break to travel?
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, it's already happening. Um, I think in the next five years, um, I want to go do that. And I don't know if I can do 12 months, um, but maybe I'll probably go do like another six months or something. But who knows? I might actually go longer than that. And, um, you know, I'm trying to work towards, as everyone else, um, to have some sort of financial freedom. Uh, and not, not financial freedom I think that's not the word I think I'm, I'm looking for um, something where I can have passive income which can kind of support me um, to do the things I love doing so if I can be successful in doing that I might be actually traveling for the rest of my life or well, it's easier said than done let's be realistic um, but yes similar things will keep happening um, it has happened before as well but not as I said not for this long uh, but then similar things will keep happening. And one thing I, I know that will happen hundred percent is that um, I'll be actually traveling around um, Australia for like five, ten years. It will happen. Uh, it's the it's the f- the the final frontier for me. Um, I haven't actually seen my own backyard yet, um, and it's very fascinating. I've seen glimpses of it, so not a plan. But um, I think I will be doing this. I'll be, you know, hiring a camper van or like a you know, uh, 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 a trailer or something and then just go travel my own country for as long as I can.
0: Fantastic. And if people want to find you online, do you mind sharing your Instagram and I'll link it in the show notes as well?
1: Sure, yeah. Um, how do I share the Instagram? Just say it. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> See, well, I'm not really that. <laughs> I was meant to like share it somewhere. Uh, well, it's just rickier and so uh, oh, you might, you know, it might sound stupid, but then it's like happier, you know, rickier.
0: Oh, I never <laughs> um, got that. How like, many R's? <laughs> <laughs> there's
1: four. So it's ricky and it's so R-I-C-K-Y and then E and then there's four R's, I think. Yes.
0: All right. Well, I'll link it just in case so nobody gets confused. But Ricky, thanks so much for being here. Thanks for a fantastic conversation. Everyone who's tuned in, thanks so much for being here as well. And just a reminder, the cart is open to Career Break Bootcamp and it will be closing on December 23rd. So if you want to start your career break next year, be sure to get involved and join. The link is in the show notes as well. So thank you. A career break is more than escaping reality for a short time. It's an intentional break that will help you recover from the corporate burnout, fuel your inspiration through exploration, and ignite your fire for life. The next round of my signature program, Career Break Bootcamp, will be back this December. If you dream about leaving your job in exchange for some full-time travel, but don't know how to get started, this program is for you. You can find the link to hop on the wait list inside the show notes so that you don't miss out. This is your life. What are you waiting for? Thank you for tuning in to the Travel Possibilities Podcast. If you liked what you heard, I would be so thankful for your positive review on Apple Podcasts so I can keep the episodes coming. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra tips and travel inspiration on Instagram by following me at the Travel Shifters or by visiting my website at TravelShifters.com. Thank you so much for being here and I can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss it.